We're going to listen to him do a prelude for us. And Pastor, and do I still get my prompts on the screen? Yes. Okay. Right. And I'm and I'm all good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we'll do that again. Welcome everyone to worship. And we'll sing our first hymn.
go praise and prayer Mary Okay, we're going to try again, if you can hear me. And someone do a little chat message back. Okay. All right, we'll start again. You are the treasured people of the Lord, a people holy to the Lord our God. 
Keep the words of the Lord in your heart. Teach them to your children. Talk about them when you are at home and when you are away, when you lie down and when you rise. One does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Sovereign God, raise your throne in our hearts, created by you. Let us live in your image, created for you. Let us act for your glory, redeemed by you. Let us give you what is yours, through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. The prophet announces that Cyrus, the Persian emperor, is the one the Lord has anointed to end Israel's exile. The Lord makes this choice so that the whole world will recognize this Lord as the only God. Persia has a God of light and a God of darkness. The Lord claims sovereignty over both light and darkness. Thus says the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have grasped to subdue nations before him and strip kings of their robes, to open doors before him, and the gates shall not be closed. I will go before you and level the mountains. I will break in pieces the doors of bronze and cut through the bars of iron. I will give you the treasures of darkness and riches hidden in secret places, so that you may know that it is I, the Lord, the God of Israel, who call you by your name, for the sake of my servant Jacob, and Israel my chosen, I call you by your name. I surname you, 
though you do not know me. I am the Lord, and there is no other. Besides me, there is no God. I arm you, though you do not know me, so that they may know from the rising of the sun and from the west that there is no one besides me. I am the Lord, and there is no other. I form light and create darkness. I make wheel and create woe. I, the Lord, do all these things. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. And read it responsively. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Tried it. So take me back to the beginning of the readings. Okay, I'm taking over for Andrea since we're having some technical issues. But God's word still comes to us. This is from the 45th chapter of Isaiah. Lord, let our hearts be good soil open to the seed of your word. The prophet announces that Cyrus, the Persian emperor, is the one the Lord has anointed. 
to end Israel's exile. The Lord makes this choice so that the whole world will recognize this Lord as the only God. Persia had a God of light and a God of darkness. The Lord claimed sovereignty over both light and darkness. Thus says the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have grasped to subdue nations before him and strip kings of their robes, to open doors before him, and the gates shall not be closed. I will go before you and level the mountains. I will break in pieces the doors of bronze and cut through the bars of iron. I will give you the treasures of darkness and riches hidden in secret places, so that you may know that it is I, the Lord, the God of Israel, who call you by your name. For the sake of my servant Jacob and Israel my chosen, I call you by your name. I surname you, though you do not know me. I am the Lord, and there is no other. Besides me, there is no God. I arm you, though you do not know me so that they may know from the rising of the sun and from the west that there is no one besides me. I am the Lord, and there is no other. I form light and create darkness. I make wheel and create woe. I, the Lord, do all these things. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. In our psalm, we'll read that responsively. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. Proclaim God's salvation from day to day. Declare God's glory among the nations and God's wonders among all peoples. For great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised, more to be feared than all gods. As for all the gods of the nations, they are but idols. But you, O Lord, have made the heavens. Majesty and magnificence are in your presence. Power and splendor are in your sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, you families of the peoples. Ascribe to the Lord honor and power. Ascribe to the Lord the honor due the holy name. Bring offerings and enter the courts of the Lord. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Tremble before the Lord, all the earth. And our second reading is from 1 Thessalonians in the first chapter. Most likely, this letter is the very first one written by Paul. And Paul gives pastoral encouragement and reassurances to new Christians living in an antagonistic environment. Their commitment of faith, love, and hope makes them a model for other new Christian communities. 
I'm going to take, I can, I was going to take my mask off for my sermon, so I think I can do that right now, because we'll just go straight. I'm back. <laughs> okay, the 14-foot rule, so we can obey that now. So Paul says, We always give thanks to God for all of you and mention you in our prayers, constantly remembering before our God and Father your work of faith and labor of love and steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. For we know, brothers and sisters, beloved by God, that he has chosen you because our message of the gospel came to you, not in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and with full conviction. Just as you know what kind of persons we proved to be among you for your sake. And you became imitators of us and of the Lord. For in spite of persecution, you received the word with joy, inspired by the Holy Spirit, so that you became an example to all the believers in Macedonia and Achaia, for the word of the Lord has sounded forth from you not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but in every place your faith in God has become known, so that we have no need to speak about it. For the people of those regions report about us what kind of welcome we had among you, and how you turned to God from idols to serve a living and true God, and to wait for his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who rescues us from the wrath that is coming. Word of God, word of life, thanks be to God. And we'll listen to the gospel acclamation. Do you have that? Don't have that this time? Okay, all right, well, we know that. John can play that for us. The Gospel according to St. Matthew in the 22nd chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Then the Pharisees went and plotted to entrap Jesus in what he said. 
So they sent their disciples to him, along with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are sincere and teach the way of God in accordance with truth and show deference to no one, for you do not regard people with partiality. Tell us then what you think. Is it lawful to pay taxes to the emperor or not? But Jesus, aware of their malice, said, Why are you putting me to the test, you hypocrites? Show me the coin used for the tax. And they brought him a denarius. Then he said to them, Whose head is this? And whose title? They answered, the emperor's. Then he said to them, Give therefore to the emperor the things that are the emperor's, and to God the things that are God's. When they heard this, they were amazed, and they left him and went away. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. I'm going to invite you to pray with me. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our Redeemer. Amen. Well, I've been reflecting this week about change and how we tend not to like it. So if you want to go back in time to say 1919, that was a time of great change after World War I. Yeats, the Irish poet, responded by penning the second coming. Now he uses the word gyre, and I had to look it up because it's not very common. So think of gyrations, a great whirling vortex. vortex. And here's how the poem begins. Turning and turning in the widening gyre, the falcon cannot hear the falconer. Things fall apart. The center cannot hold. I think we are living in a similar time. A great whirling vortex, a widening gyre unleashed by the pandemic. And when you think about it, our lessons today are also set in a time of change. The birth of Jesus into the world unleashed great change. Some liked it, some didn't. I mean, we can hardly blame the Pharisees for trying to trap him with their question, is it lawful to pay taxes to the emperor or not? For surely they sensed that their world was head heading into the widening gyre. Now change, of course, is not always bad, but it's usually turbulent. After Jesus' death, resurrection, and ascension, the Spirit descended on those gathered in the upper room. And Peter, filled with the Spirit, changed into this fearless and powerful preacher. He preached to the crowd, and the power of God's word fell on them. 
Acts tells us, those who accepted his message were baptized, and about 3,000 were added to their number that day. So that's pretty impressive. One sermon, 3,000 converts. But you see, the Word of God is a living Word, and it's filled with power. It can bring us to tears, fill us with inspiration, strengthen us when we are afraid. It's the antidote to what Yeats described in his poem. For when God's word speaks into our hearts, then the falcon does hear the falconer. Things don't fall apart. The center holds, despite the mighty and widening gyrations of suffering and trouble around us. God is more powerful than any trouble we can find ourselves in. And so it was for the baby church in Thessalonica that Paul was writing to. God had spoken powerfully through Paul, and it changed the lives of those listening. They were absolutely convinced to follow, no matter the cost. As Paul said, For we know, brothers and sisters, beloved by God, that he has chosen you, because our message of the gospel came to you not in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and with full conviction. But here in the 21st century, we just slide over those words and we don't really understand what the word did in the lives of those people, those inhabitants of Thessalonica. That city is located in Macedonia, and it was once a free country, but conquered and part of the great Roman Empire. However, the people of that city had curried favor with the Romans, and they had been granted status as a free city. That was a pretty big deal. Then Paul arrived bringing the life-changing word of God. Those who became followers of Jesus found themselves at odds with their families and neighbors, for they were heretics who no longer worshipped the Roman emperor. And in the eyes of their neighbors, support for Jesus weakened support for the Romans, who had brought such great benefits to their city. And worse than that, the thing that really got them in trouble, a truly committed follower of Christ could no longer worship idols. And that cut them out of all normal city life. Because civic celebrations and networks, fellowships, they all revolved around worshiping idols. So there was a real consequence to following Jesus. And you might wonder, why on earth did they do it? What kept them engaged? Paul tells us, in spite of severe suffering, you welcomed the message with the joy given by the Holy Spirit. And it was that joy given by the Spirit that made the difference. 
Because only the Spirit can give the kind of joy and love that just makes nothing else matter. And so the center held, despite the turbulence. And Paul could describe them with thanksgiving, remembering before our God and Father your work of faith and labor of love and steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. Despite the persecutions, the severe suffering, the gyrations and disintegration of life as they once knew it, the center held. For they had new life, new hope, a new family in Christ, and they had the joy of the Holy Spirit. That is also our hope. Yes, we are living through a pandemic, and no doubt it will get worse before it gets better. The months of fall and winter ahead as the darkness comes, it may feel isolating because we're trying to keep out of harm's way. And in a time like that, when it's cold and dark, it's easy for fears and depression to get the upper hand. And we lose our mojo, our motivation. But we have the Word of God, and we are not alone. God is with us, inviting us to pursue the joy and the hope found in God's Word. In a letter to young Timothy, Paul wrote, For God did not give us a spirit of cowardice, but rather a spirit of power and of love and of self-discipline. So as best we can, we will need to be brave and self-disciplined in the months ahead, holding on to God through prayer and scripture, and holding on to each other. That's my prescription for myself, and it's what I recommend to you. Because no matter the trouble, with the help of the Holy Spirit and the support of our faith family, friends, and loved ones, we can know joy and peace. We can be love in the world. Remember, God is more powerful than any trouble we find ourselves in. Amen.
In Christ, you have heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. We believe in him and are marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. And let us share our faith together in the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. And the peace of Christ be with you always. So do you want to put us on screen? Peace be with you, everyone. And also with you. Let us pray. God, our Creator, blessed are you, O God, maker of all things. You have set before us these gifts of your good creation. Prepare us for your heavenly banquet. Nourish us with the rich food and drink, and send us forth to set tables in the midst of a suffering world. Through the bread of life, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. With confidence in God's grace and mercy, let us pray for the church, the world, and all those in need. Gracious God, you call us by name and invite us to share your good news. Send your Holy Spirit among preachers, missionaries, and evangelists. We give thanks for the witness of your servant Luke, the evangelist whom the church commemorates today. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of praise, the heavens and all creation declare your salvation. From the rising of the sun to its setting, may the world, may the whole universe show forth your goodness. Teach us how to be devoted stewards of all that you have made. <laughs> 
Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. God of all, may your word of justice sound force in every place. Restore divided nations and communities with reconciling truth. Open the hearts of leaders everywhere and inspire them to be compassionate. Wise leaders, Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of light, we pray for those living with pain, illness, isolation, grief, anger, or doubt, especially Pete, Paul, Harry, Diane, Bill, Kevin, Jody, those prayed for by our prayer circle and those that we now name before you. Bless them with healing and help them to know you hold them in the palm of your hands. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of wisdom and mercy, be, this, be with those suffering with COVID-19. Bless the work of those searching for a vaccine. Strengthen and keep safe all frontline workers. Keep us all safe from this virus. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Living God, as you raised Jesus from the dead, so raise up those who have died in you. We give thanks for the witness of saints, teachers, and loved ones. May we all be confident in your eternal love. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Listen as we call on you, O God and enfold in your loving arms all for whom we pray. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And I invite you to unmute your mics. And if you, whatever language you choose, let us pray together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom, thy will be done on earth Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who pass against us. And lead us into temptation. And deliver us from the For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. Amen. Amen. And may the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ fill you with every spiritual blessing. Amen. May the God of faithfulness 
and encouragement grant you to live in harmony with one another, in accordance with Christ Jesus. Amen. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, serve the Lord. Thanks be to God. Did that work? <laughs> there we go. We can all unmute each other. I have an announcement. Hey. Okay.